Wow. Well, I guess this is a hello again episode. This is episode five of Transitioning Podcast, where we definitely embrace the journey together. Um, Before I get going, thank you all so much for your concerns, text messages, emails, uh, Facebook messages, um, just asking for my presence again, asking to hear this voice again. Um, I have been um, doing something that I'm going to talk about on this episode that's so, so, so vitally important to everything that we do in life. And really, it is the second most important thing that you will ever really live by. But first, has anybody seen my theme? Where's my theme? Hit, Hit the music. Yes, here we are back again. All right. So what have I been doing on the two weeks that I took off? I'm going to let you know. So the last episode was so emotionally charged. I mean, I'm telling you guys, it was so, so impactful. Thank you all for the uh, feedback that I got. That episode, episode four, talked about the importance of not doing the journey alone, and being a good friend to those in need when they need you. Uh, I cannot tell you how uh, how important that episode was to me. It meant so much to me to be honest and to be vulnerable with a friend of mine who was going through some very, very difficult things. Um, and I didn't know that so many other people were going through so many things as well. I mean, I tell you guys, It's so important to make sure that you love your friends, that you love them, and that you love your family members, and that you express to them that you are in the trenches of life with them. You are not just responsible for yourself. You are responsible for how you respond to others when they are in crises and when they are in joyful moments. Um, So... Where was I the last two weeks? Self-care. Episode four opened my eyes to my need to care for myself in a manner that would make me better. A better friend, a better brother, a better husband, a better dad, uh, a better employee, um, and and a better entrepreneur. I have been looking after myself just to make sure that I am okay. When it comes to helping others, I have to first make sure that I am okay. A man who is broken cannot help heal others. And I'm not saying that I was broken, but I was making sure that I understood certain things about my own life, certain things about my own self, certain things about my own path, in Christ as I continue this walk and this journey that I gracefully embrace every single morning that I am allowed to be alive. Every morning that my feet hit the floor, I want to make sure that I am not just in purpose, but that I'm on purpose. That is through the purpose of God that I do everything that I do. So, you know what? Clap it up right there. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Clap it up. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, um, 
this episode is so, so, so important. First of all, the number five means grace. And that's what I want to start with. God has given us something very, very powerful, and it's called grace. Now, grace is not a pass to go out and do whatever you want to do, and uh, um, the, the sacrifice of Christ will cover it. No, that's not what that is. What grace is, grace is the power of God that empowers us to live a transformed lifestyle. It allows us to live transformed, and that transformation allows us to transition. I'm going to say that one more time, okay? The transformational power of God is his grace, and it is by that grace that we are allowed the power we are given, we are afforded the gift. It is not a reward. You do not earn it. But grace is the power of God that gives us the wherewithal, the know-how to transition through life's many phases the right way. And so, um, of course, the now the greatest thing that you can do in your life is to love God with all your heart and with all your soul, right, and with all your mind. Those three things towards that one being, God, is so vital. It is important. Um, identity is found in that. Um, so much um, um, power and authority is found in, in God. Your purpose is found in your creator, our creator, right? However, that's not the only thing. <laughs> okay, that is not the only thing that is important. There is another thing that is very, very, very important. And yes, it aligns with grace that I spoke with before. But this is something that goes towards you. And then from you, it goes towards others. And that is this. You are to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now, wait, let's hit the, hold on. I know that's, now look. No, 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 don't, don't, look, don't clap it up right there, okay? Some, somebody's heart, heart rate just went up, okay? So, look, we have to understand that the way that you love God is through honor and through reverence and through um, proper fear of the Lord. Now, that's not being afraid of him. After all, he rent the veil, right, from top to bottom, and we can now come to our creator boldly by his son. However, when it comes to people, the approach must be different. And the approach towards others starts with you. Say that. The approach towards others. My approach. Okay, look, let's make it personal. My approach towards other people start with how I love myself. And so let's talk about that level of grace, right? Actually, let's, let's dial it back to mercy, right? Kindness, loving kindness. Have you ever been tired? And I know that sounds like a question that is so cliche, right? But to be honest, no one likes to talk about being tired. No one likes to admit personal fatigue or situational fatigue or, or shall I say, nor relational fatigue, relationship fatigue. Burn out from people. And anytime you feel like that, man, you got to dial it back a notch. You have to take yourself, your health, 
well-being very serious. Because if you ever begin to neglect the feelings of other people, now this is really big, okay? Let's lock in right here. If you ever begin to neglect, if you ever, ever, ever begin to neglect the feelings of other people, it is a sign. It is a sign. This is so difficult to say. Wow. It is the neglect of other people is a sign that you are neglecting yourself. The mistreatment of other people. Wow. It's quiet in your car. It's quiet on the plane. It's quiet in that cubicle. It's quiet in the bedroom right now. Look at that. The neglect of other people is a sign that you are neglecting yourself. The mistreatment of other people is a sign that you are mistreating yourself. How could you say that? Because God said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So your treatment of other people is the treatment of the person. I'm talking about the real you that no one else sees. When you wake up and you go and brush that beautiful white smile that you have, that person needs you first. The person in the mirror needs you first. This is a very heavy episode again, y'all. Look, I'm trying. Um, you all know that I am a teacher at, at heart. God has called me to be that in the body of Christ. And so I just want to encourage you with this podcast. I know this one is an out podcast. But look, we are, look, <laughs> we are embracing this journey together after all. The reason you treat others the way that you treat them is because you have deemed yourself unworthy for proper treatment from your own self. And the reason that is, oh, man, it's about to get real right now. The reason you mistreat other people or don't take seriously their matters or can't commit in real relationships and friendships is because of one word knowledge you know so much about you that you have deemed yourself unworthy due to your own humanity your own humanity and your knowledge of your error your knowledge of your mistakes your knowledge of your flaws your knowledge of the real you have made you disqualify yourself from mercy from grace from the power to transition well, from loving kindness, from a second chance at you. This is heavy, and I know it is, but I love y'all, and y'all love me, and we're going to get through this together, I promise, okay? And so your knowledge of yourself has deemed you disqualified. Now, I'm going to say something right here. Y'all ready for this? I have been there too. This is the real movement. This is the real honesty. For years, I had disqualified myself from ever encouraging anyone else. And I know you all are like, what? Man, it's so natural the way that you do it and, and you do it well. No. I disqualified myself. Long time ago, I said, man, I can't encourage other people. I have struggled. I deemed myself disqualified. Unable to efficiently run the race that is before me. I felt bad. 
what? God put a person in my life, my beautiful wife, Brianna. I'm going to try to hold, I'm, look, I'm trying to hold it together. My beautiful wife used to always tell me, give yourself some grace. Give yourself some mercy. You are disqualifying yourself from things that people do every day. And so I, I, I honestly, I took a step back and I said, man, I think she's right. Um, not just because she's my wife and no wife is ever wrong, <laughs> but because I recognize the words of Christ, the words of God saying, love your neighbor as yourself. I was loving God and I was, you know, loving him with my whole heart, mind and soul and strength and all of that. But when it came to me, I didn't feel like that. And so when it came to others, I was very unapproachable. Are you unapproachable? I'm not talking about at work, right, for gain, right? I'm not talking about within your business. Um, sometimes being unapproachable and things like that, we can miss opportunities for promotion and uh, miss opportunities to make uh, more income and things like that. But I'm talking about are you unapproachable at home? Are you unapproachable with family, with friends, with those closest to you, with those who know you but still treat you the way that they desire to be treated. Can you are, are you living your life as an example of what personal mercy is? Do you love you? Well, I love God and all that. No, I didn't ask that. Ma'am, sir, young man, young woman, elder statesman, do you love you? And I mean that. And, and sometimes we have to stop and ask ourselves, do I love me? Will I rip and run for everyone else but not for me? You know, I used to do this thing. Anytime my wife needed something, I'll look, I'm the first person. Babe, what you need? Oh, you know, I like a new jacket or something. Man, I'm running out to get it. I'm making sure I'm working overtime and doing all those things. And it's like, okay, you're doing all of these things for her. Great. Um, I'm supposed to, first of all, that's my job, and I absolutely am in love with my duty as a husband to this marvelous woman that God has blessed me with. But the kids, oh, man, you know, oh, you know, AJ needs shoes for basketball, or Caleb needs uh, this for wrestling, Janelle's in gymnastics, and uh, Nathan's into Legos, and uh, Kaylin, um, she pretty much owns our house at three years old. And so I'm, I'm doing everything for them, and I'm supposed to. But when it came to me, I didn't feel like I was supposed to for me. And that made me unapproachable because I was burdened, burdened by guilt, guilt that I carried because of knowledge of myself. Now, I want to tell you this. If the Lord is willing to forgive you for whatever it is that you've ever done, why can't you forgive you? for whatever it is that you've ever done. Why can't we let go? Why can't we throw in the towel on our standards and know that he has accepted us into his? We really, really, really have an issue as people with self-forgiveness. And I'll tell you why. Our hearts, right, our souls, our emotional man, right, is so deceptive. Please do not trust your emotion. I beg of you. 
do not trust your emotions. The heart is so deceptive and it is desperate to be wicked. And I know that may come to a shock as a shock to a lot of people. But please trust me and believe me. Don't trust your emotions. This is why having a prayer life and being able to connect with our creator through his son, Jesus, is so vital. This is a different level of podcast. I said episode five, I'm going to crank it up a notch just a little bit. We have to be willing to say, if I am accepted by God, what is making me not accept me? What a difficult thing to do. But I believe in something. And what I believe in is something that's so vital and so important and so such a demonstrative action for our personal space. Every about three to six months, I encourage you to do something that I adopted from a very, very wise man some years ago. I conduct something that I call a realistic self-evaluation. Now, what is that? Well, it's a realistic Right. In reality, in real time, something that I'm not making up, it's not a pseudo experiment, but this is a self. So me in reality, a self evaluation. And what I do is I start with. Am I loving God with all my heart, soul, mind and strength? Am I really giving him my all? And if I can come to a definitive yes on those things. I turn to me and I say, Aaron, yes, I talk to myself. I say, Aaron, are you loving yourself the right way? Are you caring for yourself the right way? Are you doing anything for others that you are unwilling to do for yourself? And I really analyze that. And look, just to be honest, most of the time the answer to that is no. Sometimes I'm still unwilling to sacrifice for myself, to go and just relax. My wife tells me now the Lord has blessed us with a beautiful home, and we have a massive uh, uh, bathtub and a massive bathroom, and I thank God for it. Uh, truly, it is a blessing that I did not earn. He has gifted it to me. Um, but... I have not soaked. Now, listen, I used to pray for this. Lord, I want a nice big bathroom and a, a separate shower and his and her sinks and a nice big mirror and all of these things. And he literally answered every single prayer. I'm telling you all the truth. I haven't even soaked in our tub. We've been in this new place for uh, a little over two years now. And I haven't even taken the time to soak in my own tub. And I have to be honest with myself. I don't take the time. I'll shower, but I haven't even taken the time to just relax and soak and, you know, put the Epsom salt in and do all of those good things. I haven't even taken the time to do that. Now, some people will say, oh, man, it's not that big of a deal. It is. It really is. Because I've offered I've told my wife, hey, you know, just go soak, just pamper yourself and whatever like that. 
uh, or let me pamper you and all of those things, but I won't do it for me. Um, I'm all, you know what, to be honest, I'm on vacation right now from work. Took some time off, need to just kind of relax and reflect, right? Had to cancel a trip at the last second. I uh, desire to be in a, uh, uh, in one place, but it's just a blessing to, to be able to stay home and just relax, be with my wife and children. And uh, just, you know, just enjoy the blessings um, in earthen vessels that God has given you, right, in people. But, man, it's so difficult to take time out for me sometimes. Now, I've gotten better. I will go shopping for myself and do all of those things and make sure that I got something good to eat and, you know, um, enjoy the house when I have it to myself and all of those things. But there's room for improvement, which means within that realistic self-evaluation, there is room for improvement in how I treat my neighbor, my fellow man, my brothers and sisters, uh, my parents, my friends, my coworkers, my colleagues. Um, there's room for improvement. And so in this journey of life that we are experiencing gracefully together, give yourself some mercy. Give yourself some grace. Know that everyone drops the ball every once in a while. But it's not the end of the world. By the grace of God, you will awaken tomorrow. You will have the strength to right whatever wrong that you did. And you can just continue. I know it sounds so simple, but how many times have we thought, man, I can't go on. And here you are. You have everyone listening to this. You have outlived every trial in your life. And the proof of that is you are here and that trial is not. So give yourself some grace. Say that. I, I dare you to say this after me. I dare you to repeat this. This is so powerful. Get yourself a tissue, whatever it is that you need to wipe away some tears. And say this. I will give myself some grace. I will give myself some mercy. I will enjoy myself this holiday season, and I will not allow outside noise to interrupt my inside peace. Just declare that over your life. Take time to say something good about you. So many times we get caught up celebrating other people, and that's great, right? As I said earlier, we want to celebrate the good times. We want to celebrate the bad times. Um, not so much celebrate the bad times, but we want to mourn with those who mourn, and we want to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. But give yourself some grace. However you treat other people is exactly how you treat you. If you are dissatisfied with your treatment of others, it does not start with treating them well. Now, that's, that's something that you need to do but it starts with treating you well. You are the standard. Your treatment of you, your treatment of yourself, is the standard of treatment towards others. Man, looks like my time is up. I know, heavy episode, 25 minutes long, just about. Hey, but we did it. We made it through. Take a deep breath. All right. And say, we will get through this. We will get through this. Okay, so 
You already know, life is filled with peaks and valleys. We must learn to enjoy the journey and venture joyfully into the unknown. To become a champion, one must fully embrace their challenges one day at a time. Thanks for tuning in.